This is Idiots with Opinions. Idiots may vary. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special Christmas edition episode of Idiots with Opinions. My name's Tuscan, and My with me as Todd. always is, yeah, Todd. It's it's Todd. I was going to introduce you, but uh, I guess you've taken care of that. Yeah, I need no introduction. Oh, okay. What are you, Michael you, Jackson all of a sudden? Yeah, Come rising everyone knows. Stage? It's me. Everyone comes here to listen to Todd on yeah. Idiots with Opinions. It's the Todd Show. The Todd That's, Show. Uh, we're, the we're rebranding. We're rebranding in 2019, going just with the Todd Show, while I go off and do uh, uh, more important things. Shout out to listener Kubi for wanting us to uh, make it a Toddcast. Toddcast. We should. Uh, we should copyright that phrase. Honestly. Yeah. Before uh, before it's too late. You know, once we once we grow uh, huge and international, and we have like listeners in Japan. Who are, Dude, uh, it like, might already be too late. Making anime about us. Making anime about us. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I want to. I want to get to that point where we get like fan art all the time. Like you know weird, saying? weird. Uh, yeah. Fan fiction, fan art. Exactly. Exactly. Like like ones where they draw us in all sorts of strange situations and stuff like that. Maybe make uh, make make cartoons from our uh, our voices. That'd be fun, right? Yeah, that anyway, would be fun. <laughs> uh, we're going to launch into some cool stuff today. Todd and I have some Christmas-related stories. My story is less of a story and more of a, a top ten list. But uh, we're going we're gonna to do some Christmas stories, kind of talk about Christmas a little bit, and uh, maybe reflect on the year, kind of talk about next year, see what's going on. 2018. Yeah, uh, I actually have two stories. And I have uh, a sadder story and then a, just a story that I think I could get uh, more anger out of the both of us and, and get us to express our idiotic opinions. So, well, uh, I, I like to express anger. If you don't know that about me already. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're a very angry favorite things. person. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone knows. Well, that's uh, true. you know, who's not angry. Who's that? Chris Kringle, Santa Claus himself. He, he brings oh, Christmas jolly. cheer. He's a jolly old fellow, but here's, here's a story from Russia. There's a guy who was 67 years old. And he was, I guess he must have been Santa Claus, Russian Santa Claus. Yeah. He was hanging out with these children at this uh, school-related Christmas party. And he was singing and and playing with the kids, uh, being being all happy and jolly. Then he had a heart attack and died. That'll get you. And no one took his coat and... And took the mantle of Santa Claus. So right now we might be Santa Claus less on Santa on, on Christmas Day. On Santa Claus Day. On Santa Claus Day. What? So this guy, my God, he must have like ruined all of the kids' yeah. Uh, dreams. Yeah. Like if you think about these kids, think it's actually Santa Claus there, and they see him writhing in pain on the ground. Um, and witness the death firsthand of Santa Claus. That would scar you. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. But it is also Russia, so I'm sure they would be scarred anyway. Oh, sure. I mean, they've they, they've already killed by age six. That's yeah. like a, a statistic in Russia. If they, yeah. It's like eight, 80, 85 percent. If, if you're of, eight uh, years old and you haven't stabbed like three people in your life, yeah. you know. No, yeah, you've you've strangled somebody to death in a gulag. Uh, but by the by the time you reach age ten in Russia, it's kind of a rite of passage. Yeah, 
like you know the Jewish do bar mitzvahs and the Russians do um, <laughs> some sort trainings. of yeah, yeah. some some sort of a murder celebration. <laughs> That's when you become a man in Russia, AK forty seven. You're not allowed to hold one until you've already learned how to kill people with your bare hands. <laughs> Especially if you kill a bear, I think that's I, I think that's okay as well. It's acceptable. But remember that story. Just going back, remember that story about that lady who just killed that what was that a mountain lion with her bare hands? Yeah, um, that was pretty wild. It was. Yeah, what was that? I can't remember if she. I think it was a mountain lion, and she just it had it in a headlock. A lion. Yeah, just and BA. she didn't. She didn't realize it was dead her son came out with a gun and, and shot it like after she'd been strangling it for a while, but she like held it down to keep away from her, uh, granddaughter or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy people. Wild. Yeah. Something like that. Well, so I've got, I've got something a little different here, Todd. Um, what do you got for me, Tuscan? I've got a, uh, a top 10 list. I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to branch out a little bit cause it's a holiday special and we're, I don't know. There are no rules here. I'm in charge. No rules. This, yeah. we, we are the law yep. on our own land. So I found uh, a top ten list of some Christmas traditions or Christmas facts uh, from around the world. Uh, and I'm going to share some of them with you. So Please do. Uh, the first one is less of a tradition and more of a fact. Um, it is uh, Santa's postal code. In case you were hoping to send letters to Santa, the postal code is... Re- redirects your mail to Canada, um, which is, I mean, it's pretty close to the North Pole. You know, when you say the North Pole, it's like, well, he just kind of lives in northern Canada. Um, Santa Claus is, lives in northern Canada? Yeah, I would expect that of, of Santa, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could see Not it, in the like, Arctic, a, not on the actual North Pole. Realistically lives in Canada. Well, I mean, Canada is like half Arctic. It's within the yeah. circle, you know? Um, not half. Well, part. I, I think of it as all Arctic, to be honest with you. Like, I, I don't imagine they get a ton of sun in the wintertime. Um, it's just a barren uh, wasteland of igloos and stuff. Dude, we should go to Alaska. Yeah, I'm, I'm always down for Alaska. I've always wanted to go. My brother went, like, years ago, and, uh, like, with my grandparents, and I never got to... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't invited on that trip for whatever reason. We I should race in the Iditarod. Yeah, that's that doesn't sound like a, a brutal hellscape of um, terror to me. No. I think it would be perfectly fine. I think you could be the dog, and I could be the yeah. guy who rides on the back, and then you just pull I, us along. I, I, I don't know if that would work out too well. I, think I feel like would. we wouldn't go too fast. Anyway, I think uh, I would feel great about it. Santa's postal have a great code time. in Canada. Canada has like alphanumeric postal codes, right? With letters and numbers. Um, so it's H0H0H0. So it's ho, ho, ho is his postal code. What? Yeah. Uh, in case you were, um, you were wondering about that, there is a, in fact, a centralized address for, uh, for Santa Claus. If you want to send him a, a, a letter. So I don't know how these are are set up. I don't know if number one is. I think I think these are just kind of out of order. It's just like ten traditions. I don't think I'm counting down uh, or anything like that. But next up, there is a Christmas log 
in um, Spain, in Catalonia, uh, and they call it cagatillo, uh, which literally translates to pooping log. <laughs> and so you, you take this log and you've got like this little painted face on it. And I think what, like 12 days before Christmas or something like that, you get the log out and you put it in your living room. And then every night the kids will come out and feed it candy and stuff like that. And they're like singing to it, trying to get it to grow bigger. Over the course of the, you know, a few weeks, the parents come in and like swap the log out for a bigger log. And so it looks like the log is growing. And then by the end of the week, it's like a fully grown log. By Christmas time, it's a fully grown log. And then they like, they sing this song, which I don't know uh, what the Spanish is for it, but it's um, uh, the song lyrics translate to poop log, poop candy. If you don't poop well, I'll hit you with a stick. Um, and then, <laughs> then the children beat the log with sticks uh, until it is forced to poop out presents for them. Um, with like nougat candy and coins what? and small toys. I know, right? It's so weird. this has to be a special log because they can't. I mean, how do I'm you sure. get just candy stuffed inside a wooden log? Without well, it's hollowed them? out. Yeah, but it would be way too easy if you hollowed out a log pretty evenly. It's yep. gonna be real easy to get that candy out. They don't yeah. have to beat it with sticks. Listen, I don't know. I, I would I would venture to say that there is a Spanish company that uh, sells these logs and makes bank annually from selling. They probably sell them in like Russian nesting doll form, and then you get like yeah. progressively larger logs. I bet you could buy like a set of twelve or whatever you need. Twelve pooping logs. It's kind of like the Elf on the Shelf. It's just a fake tradition. Yeah. How long has this been going? Uh, this doesn't say. I would assume forever. Just eternal. As long as the Spanish have been around. Uh, of course, number three, uh, we've all heard of uh, Krampus mm. um, from, uh, from Central Europe. Um, parts of Austria, Germany, Hungary, some other countries, stuff like that. Uh, there is a Christmas demon known as Krampus. Uh, he has hair, horns. He's got like, I don't know, like bull horns or something like that. Some sort of antelope looking thing. Uh, and he's terrifying. He comes around and punishes uh, children who are bad and puts them into a wicker basket uh, and uh, takes them straight to hell. That is the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very German. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where it's like... Well, if you don't behave, Krampus is going to come and get you. And take you straight to hell. He's going to put you in his waste basket and take you straight to hell. <laughs> so behave yourself. So this started in the early 19th century. And today it's being co-opted in America. Krampus is making a comeback. Um, these well, there was that German... one movie that came out a couple years ago, right? Remember that? Yeah, I do. Adam Scott. Adam Scott Parks was in Rack. that? Yeah. Yeah, he was, sure. wasn't he? Yeah. I never saw the movie, I just know. Nope. It probably wasn't worth seeing. No. I don't know what the market is on a horror movie coming out on Christmas Day. A Christmas-themed horror movie. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably uh, there. Who knows? I'm sure it did well. Like, I know a lot of people who went and saw it, but I don't know if it was 
I, I didn't hear a consensus on whether or not people enjoyed it. Dustin, so, do you know that there's 293 it. ways to make change for a dollar? Is that what your Snapple fact just told you? Maybe. 293 ways to make change for a dollar? Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. A lot of combinations of coins you can use. Uh, so we're moving on to Italy. Yes. Uh, we've got the uh, Christmas witch in Italy. And they have... They, see, so they have Santa Claus there, but then see, they also have... See, people in Europe have, have realized... They've given up on trying to make it a magical experience for their kids, and they're like, "Well, you know, we don't, we just don't want you screaming and yelling, so we're just going to scare you into thinking uh, you're going to go straight to hell if you don't do what we say." I assume this is what the, yeah, the I mean, Christmas I feel witch like does just as well. Have, um, <clears throat> so they have Santa Claus, but then they also have a witch that shows up, and her name is La Befana which I think is literally just Italian for witch. And she flies by on her broomstick and delivers toys to children on January 5th, uh, the eve of the Epiphany. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's a Catholic thing that is just flown right. Do you know what the Epiphany is? That sounds familiar, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm not Catholic. I don't know what that is. I'm not Catholic either. Anyway, um, she is a, she's a, a a nice witch though. She gives more toys and candy to children, um, like a couple weeks after Christmas. So they get like double Christmas in Italy. Huh. Oh, weird. Never mind. I guess I was wrong. Yeah. The Christmas witch is just a nice, a nice right. Thing. That's strange. Yeah, I was surprised about that. Uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't know why it would be like a double Christmas. Like you got to have two holidays with, uh, with the Italians. Yeah, who would have more than one day of giving presents? Pfft. I don't know. It sounds expensive. The Jews. I, I, I can't get behind that. Hanukkah. Oh, are, are you are you making comments about uh, Judaism? No. We should have done a Hanukkah episode. Oh, sorry. Hey, welcome to a special episode. Hanukkah. Idiots with opinions. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Tuscan, start that, saying you're, we're going to do this whole, the rest of the podcast in Hebrew. Is that real? I'm sorry. Nope, that was probably really racist. Um, <laughs> or anti-Semitic or whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, uh, no, when you were telling me that the story of the Christmas witch, I was originally imagining that the Christmas witch would wait until January 5th to give them like some sort of bad omen, bad, bad Christmas gift. Right. And so, <laughs> and so it'd be really Christmas funny. Over. No, no, but it'd be really funny if, if some of the kids would get Christmas presents from Santa. And then if they didn't get Christmas presents on Christmas, they would like, Oh no, the Christmas witch is going to come take me straight to hell in a wicker basket. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like uh, like a month later, and they're just dreading it the entire time. <laughs> yeah, you know it the whole time. Oh, yeah. So we're going back to the former Soviet Union with this next one. This is uh, based on... It's from Ukraine. Um, and, and this is number five. So I think I'm going to read five, and then I'll let you do your, your second story, and then we'll come back and do, do the last five uh, oh. before we outro. You want to you you play sure. it that way? Sure. Well, I, guess, I guess so, Tuscan. Whatever you want. We'll just break up the traditions a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, it's fine. I don't um, care. So, in the Ukraine, they have spiders. Um, really? There's this, yeah. They have spiders here, too. 
well, we don't have uh, good luck Christmas spiders. <laughs> and we don't decorate our Christmas trees with uh, spider webs. So let me explain. Uh, this is based on an ancient Ukrainian le- legend. Uh, and there's this widow who has no money to buy like decorations for the Christmas tree. And so her children are like upset and crying. And after they go to bed that night on Christmas Eve, there are like these spiders that were hanging out in their hovel who in the middle of the night were like sympathetic to the children's dismay. And they went around and spun spider webs all over the Christmas tree. So in the morning, it was like this beautifully decorated tree with all these spider web ornaments and kind of looked like tinsel or whatever. Yeah. It was, uh... Anyway. Uh, so now, spiders mean good luck on Christmas in the Ukraine. Think it's about like Charlotte's that Web s- for a tree. It is, yeah. I mean, it's exactly just Charlotte's Web, uh, the story. I would, I would Ex- imagine that's where... Uh, well, what's that guy's name who wrote that? It's like Christopher... Christoph Waltz? Yeah. Did he write Charlotte's Chris- Web? Christoph Waltz wrote Charlotte's Web. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. This is a talented man. And the pig comes out and he says, Charlotte, what are you doing? I do love me some Christoph Waltz, man. That was Django Unchained was by far his best role, but I did like him quite a bit. I mean, wasn't Inglorious Bastards his first like American role? His first major movie role, I think. I don't know if it was his first major movie role. He definitely it was a breakout break mm. a big break for him. But he, I don't think he'd ever done an American movie before. I think he was like a purely German actor. And then Tarantino found him in Germany and hired him for the... Uh, That's uh, such a good movie. It is good. Inglorious Bastards is a classic. Absolute classic. So is Django Unchained. They're both, I mean, like period pieces that take quite a bit of liberty with uh, the period. Yes, and I mean they're they're fascinating stories. On top of that, it's kind of cathartic. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh boy! All right, Todd. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna take a break with these Christmas traditions. I got a few more uh, to share with you, but I want I want to hear your anger-inducing Christmas story. Anger-inducing Christmas story. So I mean, it's not it's not like too infuriating, but there was Give this some rage. There was this lady, and her she left her kids who were seven and four home alone. And they were watching Home Alone, which is a Christmas movie. So that's why I thought this was appropriate to talk about okay. in sure. a Christmas episode. Um, and the cops showed up. I don't, it doesn't explain why, but I think they got called, the, the cops were called on them or something. And they didn't let the cops in. So they called their aunt and the aunt let them in. And the cops showed up and realized that they were watching Home Alone. This article was really stupid. Uh, I just want to preface that. Sure. Um, And they arrested this lady and took her kids away from her because she had left her kids at home. She's being charged with neglect. How old were the kids? Seven and four. Which, yeah, they're a little young. But I just don't Uh, think that's enough for neglect. fair i'm I'm curious as to how long the mom was gone and how long the kids were left alone 
it it didn't say, but it didn't seem like it was long from what they what the article was talking about. Okay, it was just like, oh, they were watching Home Alone, and it was. So, uh, I just want to rant about how awful this this article was. It just sure. started going into like half of the article was talking about this story, and then half of the article was talking about Home Alone, and it was saying, and we wouldn't want these kids to to reenact the events of home alone it's like they didn't yeah nobody did nobody did show up i i don't don't know i wanted i had so many more questions right from this article and i tried to look for other for other stories uh or other articles covering this but it was just this one article that mainly covered it and it was so poorly written um journalists dude i also heard uh, journalists were were just placed on a uh, a list, a global list of like most dangerous countries to be a journalist in, in America. Yeah, yeah. which America's seems... on the list now. Yeah, first time. I, I uh, this year. I don't think that's true. I don't think it's to the extent of like Syria, but no, or like you know, China or Russia, where they could just like that steal you and and kill you and nobody'd say anything yeah or i mean saudi arabia obviously where they just they just whack their own people when they feel yeah. like it um not not trying to get political here but uh you shouldn't just kill journalists because of what they're saying that's an extremist view tuscan is that is that a political yeah. opinion definitely i don't think anybody should uh i don't think any government should have a say in what i say i'll say what i want america <laughs> Come at me. Um, how about that Macaulay Culkin though? Yeah, he's 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 come back around. He had like a a, a few years where he was hitting the the champagne the and pills sort of thing. You know? Oh yeah, he's kind of he's kind of different now. You know yeah. how we had that one friend. I'm not going to say his name, but we had that one friend in high school uh, who just kind of changed quite a bit after taking yeah. many many drugs. Absolutely. I was thinking recently about how there was that time when we were, I think we were freshmen. Yeah. And this person came up to us and drew on the back of my homework assignment uh, an explanation of <laughs> how everything yeah. related to the essence of an orange. Yeah. Said, this is this is the universe. And he drew a big circle. And then in the middle, he was like, and this is an orange. And this is where we all stem from. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is circular. Time is spiraling, and yeah, he's like, "Well, time is a line. Time. Everybody thinks of time as a line. Well, it's not, and it's not a circle either. That's not it. It's a. It's like a spiral, Spiral. like a vortex. (laughs) That's why it's so hard to time travel. That's what he said. Yeah, that's why. That's why nobody can figure out time travel because it's a spiral. They don't understand. (laughs) He was doing a lot of acid that year. Yeah, and now he doesn't. Uh, he just kind of has that. He's very, very kind and nice, but it's like he doesn't sure. understand as many social situations. Yeah. And I think that's the same with Macaulay Culkin now. If you see an yeah. interview with him, he's he's pretty. Um, I don't think he's at that extent, but he's he's like very kind, but he just doesn't seem to like completely be down to earth. Yeah, but yep. I mean that's what happens when you grow up as a kid that just tortures robbers burglars well or you know you're given a lot of money as a child 
and then you're a superstar as a child. And then everyone wants to be in your personal business as you go through your awkward years. Yep. I think that really screws people up. I think it does too. You know what else screws people up, Todd? What does? Um, This uh, Norwegian tradition uh, coming out of Norway. uh, Well, I would assume so. Well, I mean, you know, could be Sweden. What's the difference? So there's a very superstitious deal with Christmas Eve in in Norway. They kind of treat it as All Hallows Eve um, with, with, with the Halloween and all that. The Halloween um, and such. Yeah, yes. it's like Nor it's like Norwegian Halloween because they think that's the night when all the spirits come out to kill people or whatever they do. But what they do is they hide. Completely accurate. They 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 have like specific roles for people, right? So all the women in Norway are tasked with hiding all of the brooms and mops in the house, so that rogue witches that come to Earth on Christmas Eve don't steal them. And fly away and, like, wreak havoc on the rest of Norway. What's up with witches and Christmas? I don't know. But that's not all. Because the men, while the women are hiding the brooms, the men go outside and, like, fire guns into the air to scare the witches away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. That is what happens. It's like... uh, it's like on New Year's, sometimes people do fireworks, or Fourth of July, people do fireworks. Norwegians are out there just like shooting guns into the air on Christmas Eve. Make sure unloading an AK. Yeah, right. Scare away the the witches. It's like screw your magic. I got this. I got this here Colt forty five. I mean, isn't that the most redneck thing you've ever heard in your life? Yeah, and amazing from Norway. Norway, right? Norway is uh, like a fairy tale place yeah yeah i mean i i imagine they believe in witches but why <laughs> with the gun i don't know i don't know you'd think they'd like make a potion right or they like yeah. sprinkle like goat pee on there and the, that, that would like fend off the witches it's like keeping a bear out of your out of your campsite you got to put like coyote pee paint sh- sheep's blood uh, Is that how on their door frames yeah coyote pee i would from from all that I know about biology, uh, purely from the movie Jurassic Park, I know that if you have T Rex pee, it will scare away everything else, but it will it will it will attract another T Rex, and I think that's purely accurate. So, yeah. well, uh, I think that coyotes would be the same thing. So, if you want a coyote, if you think a coyote is better than a bear, then I know coyote pee does something. I don't know if it's fend off bears, but there there's something you can fend off with coyote pee. Or probably a, a disease. Probably yeah. like I bet if you drink it you get superpowers. That's probably right. Um so in India they don't have Christmas trees. Uh they don't have like the evergreen fir trees that we use here in America uh to decorate, right? Cuz it's a very tropical climate. Mm-hmm. And only about 2% of the population there is Christian. The rest is mostly Hindu and Muslim mm-hmm. and yep. Buddhist. But uh, that's still about 25 million people because India is so freaking huge. Yeah. Um, so what the Christians there do on Christmas is rather than decorating a fir tree, they decorate a like a banana tree or a mango tree. Uh, and they, they look pretty so nice. Cool. Yeah, it's like a nice little Hawaiian Christmas. Uh, so that's... 
That's just kind of a Hawaiian. Cute it's it's an Indian Christmas. Well, Tuscan. it's not Hawaiian. It's, it's tropical. Yeah, Damn it's it. a tropical Christmas. Trap pop uh, Christmas. So, in Japan, there's been a long campaign that started decades ago uh, by KFC to create their own tradition on Christmas, where you go out and you buy KFC on Christmas, and that's like fried chicken is the, the Christmas food rather than you know turkey or whatever is here. And... I kid you not, they expect to sell, I think, I, I don't know if this is this year, uh, but they sell about a quarter of a million barrels of chicken every year. Wow. Wow. Uh, right? That is five to ten times their normal monthly sales. So the boom of fried chicken on Christmas in Japan, like, bolsters up the KFC do you know if the KFC, like the international KFC, is the same as the national KFC? Because I know, like in Russia, like Burger King is not the same Burger King here. Right. I think there was a there was definitely a thing with Burger King. I think it was. It might have been. That was, was during it? the. I I remember a story about the the reason why I know that is because the the whole ad campaign for the Olympics. Yeah. Saying if you. If you if you got pregnant from an Olympian, then you oh, get yeah, free yeah. Burger King for life. Right. And it was like not the same as National Burger King. They were like, We are not connected to those people. But those we, are completely different. Nope. That is somebody else. Yeah, I know in in Australia Burger King is not Burger King. I think it's called Hungry Jacks or something like that. Is it um, still owned by the same people? It is, but there was like this one burger stand guy who had the name Burger King for his business, and he refused to give it up and like won a lawsuit or something. So Burger King is now called something else. Hey, good for him. Yeah, right? Fight for your rights, people. Um, Fight for your uh, right to party. I've got a couple more. Uh, This one's uh, shouting out to Sweden. You didn't think we'd go back to Sweden, but here we are. Yeah. Um, I love me some Sweden. So... In 1966, this one's been going on for a long time. There's a 13. It says 13 meter tall, which I I don't know what that is in in feet. So it could be it could be a freaking giant. <laughs> I'm completely unaware. Um, but I I don't know. We're looking at like 40 feet here. It's this goat made out of straw. And at the stroke of midnight on Christmas Eve the goat went up in flames because these vandals came and, like, burned it. And now, every year, it's a fight to keep the goat from burning down. And they keep rebuilding it, right? They keep, like, reconstructing this goat, but people come and try to burn it down every year. <laughs> By 2011, this article claims, this goat has been burned down 25 times. So the the burning of the goat is, like, a, a whole tradition there where they don't actually, like... They don't want to burn the goat, but the bur- the goat very frequently gets burned down whether they want to or not. So it's always like a, uh, I don't know. That's kind maybe of they, fun. Yeah, maybe they pay, place bets on it. Like if the goat burns to the ground, it's bad luck or good luck or something like that. Or like it somebody, kind of like they're going to stop it from happening. But if somebody burns down the goat, like it's like a win for them. I yeah, don't know. Everybody That's kind of a around. fun thing. Right. So... This last one, number 10, comes out of the Philippines. 80% of the people there are Christians, so the 
Christmas is big there. Uh, and they have celebrations that last like the entire month of December into January and all that. I mean, it's like a, a big event. And kids there will leave their their shoes and freshly washed socks and polished shoes out on the windowsills for the three kings to leave them gifts when they pass through the houses. So I don't know if it's in addition to Santa or instead of, um, but they have that on the feast of the three kings. And so talking about you're talking about the three mm -hmm. kings are like the three wise men. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's different in different translations or versions. Well, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, it's not like an instead of Santa thing. It's like... Yeah, right, right, right. It's much more like religious tradition. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like their version of stockings. Um, Yeah. They just leave out their shoes and people come by and put stuff in the shoes. So that's kind of a fun one. Stockings are weird, aren't they? Yep. It's like, hey, let's put a bunch of gifts in a sock and give it to people. I have this really brightly embroidered, like handmade stocking that was one of the most thoughtful gifts of all time from my, my grandpa's like third wife, second wife, maybe. And he died in like 2008, like 10 years ago. And I never really knew her, but she gave us me and my brother, both these really cool stockings. They're like, you know, handmade and knitted and or not knitted but they're uh they've got like sequins all over them that make these really cool elaborate pictures it's like really artistic but uh it's just like a strange relic from somebody i never really knew hmm well that's nice yeah it's kind of a cool deal uh so those are all the the christmas traditions i have todd you doing anything anything super special for christmas every year uh, my family likes to have a really nice meal. Sure. It's like the nicest meal we'll have all year. Um, and then we also just shield ourselves from any other people. It's just, it has usually just been my immediate family and nobody else the entire day. Because uh, uh, that's just how my, my dad likes it. But I think this is uh, different now. Um, we have we have some family over this Christmas, so this Christmas is going to be a little bit different. We're, we're breaking tradition. It's a little wild. We're like a little unsteady. Tradition. Do you have any traditions? No, Christmas? not really. Not really. Um, it, you know, we we talked about this a little bit last week, but it is a lot different not having like little kids around for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But you still um, like celebrate Christmas. Oh, sure. I mean, you know, we do all this stuff. We'll make eggnog, and we'll have a nice dinner tomorrow night. Make eggnog? You make eggnog? Yeah. You've never made eggnog? Like homemade eggnog? Yeah. With eggs. Milk. What? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. I've never done that. I'm going to make... This year, I'm going to make butterbeer. This recipe I found online. And it's, like, actually... uh, pretty decent alcoholic drink from what I heard. It's like a warm beer sort of cocktail thing. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and make that either tonight or tomorrow night and and see how that goes over. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun. Um, it might be terrible, but Hey, you know, we're all just here to have fun. Um, yeah. So listen, uh, I, I know we said we might do some, some reflection on 2018, 
Um, seeing as we've kind of gone over our normal time, I'm, I'm going to cut that a little short by saying 2018 was dope. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And 2019 is going to be even better because we're going to be back at you. We're going to be back and better than ever. Yeah. We're taking a, a short little hiatus. Uh, kind of relax for the holidays. Todd's going to make some movies at school. I'm going <laughs> to practice for taking the LSAT. And we're going to come back, and we're going to be refreshed. We're going to be ready to go. And then we're going to have full seasons pretty much from here on out uh, mm-hmm. is, is our intention because yeah. I think we, we were just off to a off to a start earlier this year. I mean, I mean, Idiots with Opinions just officially started this year. Yeah. Uh, we, we first recorded last spring break of ours. Mm-hmm. So... And we had a, just a just a few episodes for our first season, but I think we're gonna have uh, probably like twenty or twenty-five, 20-ish. yeah, episodes a season from here on. Probably out. not so, twenty-five. There are only fifty-two weeks in the year, so well, probably true. we'll probably hit it around twenty, and then take some uh, a short break for midsummer or something like that, and come back at you um, the next I don't know next fall. We'll figure that out as time comes yeah. closer, and we've got we'll some cool projects. We'll keep you updated on our on our uh, um, our social meds. Yeah, we got some cool projects Plugs. in the work for Vo- Volatile Studios as well. Some yeah. sort of yeah. audio based, and some maybe not. Yeah. So uh, if you're if you're a fan of what we've been doing, uh, there's going to be more than just idiots with opinions. Uh, we're going to diversify our our content. Uh, it might it it won't be for a little while, but it'll be uh, yeah. it'll be coming coming at you. Well, so and uh, keep an eye you know the, the only way to the only way to know about it is to uh, follow us on the social media. Uh, check us out on Twitter at opinions that suck s u k, and on Instagram we post uh, almost every week with uh, at idiotic opinions. I think uh, I think our intern has. Uh, has has kind of dropped the ball on the Instagram for a little bit, but he'll he'll get back on it, or I'm gonna fire yeah. him. Well, he got deported for a while, so we've got to wait that yeah. out. Make sure yeah. you get him back into the country or something like that. Yeah, well, um, we can keep him there for a little bit. Yeah. But. So uh, and then also, if you want to send us an email, uh, we'll be at studiosvolatile at gmail dot com. Just check us out, see what's going on. We'll, uh, say uh, hello. Yeah. Give us a give us a holiday holiday wish, or and yeah. we'll give one right back to you. That's or right. give us some constructive crit. As always, this episode's been sponsored by Carl Westberg, a shining father figure to both of us, and yes. uh, just a loving uh, individual. Got uh, just a pile of Christmas toys for boys and girls. Check him out uh, climbing down your chimney. Um, probably tonight. He doesn't usually come on Christmas because he doesn't want to run into Santa. Yeah. But uh, Christmas Eve, Eve, that's that's when he'll be. Uh, yeah, he does he like crawling into people's chimneys and just hanging. Sometimes out Sometimes he while. dresses up as Krampus, so yeah. be careful. <laughs> yeah. So watch, watch your back. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I want to I want to say thank you to all of our listeners, uh, all of our support for this past year. We're uh, really. Really thankful that people are actually wanting us to continue talking about the idiot, idiotic things that we say. Uh, so yeah. thank you very much. Uh, I don't know. You have anything else, Tuscan? Nope. Uh, just uh, wish you all a Merry Christmas, and we'll see you back and a here. Happy and, holidays too. If, yeah, if, in, in 2019. 
Unless you yeah. celebrate the the Chinese New Year, in which case I don't know what year it is. There's like a dog or something, so you know that won't happen till mid January. We'll be back before the Chinese New Year. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Is that is that where we're we're gonna end it? Right, just right there. Sounds good to me. You want a better ending? Nah. You've been listening to Idiots with Opinions. <laughs>